Welcome to a Durban Christian Center South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. Praise God. It's awesome to have today our wonderful friends, wonderful guests, wonderful ministers of the gospel, uh, Pastor Vessel and Aileen DeBrain. And their children are with us as well today. And of course, Dylan was here for the for the youth meeting on Friday night, and tonight's going to be absolutely awesome. We had such a move of God, and uh, so wonderful to have our guests with us. And I was just this morning remembering the first time that uh, Pastor Fred and Nelly met Evangelist Vessel, and uh, they came to the Wentworth branch uh, the first time that he came. And he came to the Wentworth branch. I met him and Aileen at the CFR conference at the Dome. And uh, they came and they ministered. And, of course, Evangelist Vessel was just flowing in the Holy Ghost. And Pastor Fred was so blessed to meet this young couple. They were so impressed with him. All they wanted to do is support them. Remember, and they gave money to you to help you start your church. And say, man, do we want to line up? I'll tell you what. Uh, we immediately felt a connection in the Holy Ghost. And we thank God for this incredible man of God. Uh, that How many of you see him on television? Can I see a hand? Amen. Praise God. And, uh, you know, wonderful man of God. He has a, a great church in, in Joburg, Faith City. Hallelujah. And uh, they started an evening service as well in another era. But he'll probably tell you about that. But uh, we are so blessed to have them with us today. But before we get the man of God, Sister Nelly used to always say, if you, if you see a man of God, look at the wife, then you'll know what a man of God he is. Amen. And uh, so behind every successful man of God is a powerful woman of God. Amen. And today we want to honor this incredible woman of faith and strength. And we bless you, woman of God. As you know, it takes two to make the thing go. And uh, so I asked uh, uh, Pastor Eileen to come and just greet you before her husband comes. Come, let's welcome <laughs> Pastor Eileen DeBrain. Thank you, Pastor Johnny. So I don't get to use the pink mic? Come on. <laughs> you know why he's so successful? Because I trained him well. <laughs> No, we are so happy to be here once again. We just love the DCC family, Wentworth, Bluff, and I'm excited to meet the new DCC now. So we are very excited, and we believe when God sends us to an area, we don't just go there to preach. We go there to set the people on fire. Amen? Yeah. Samson had to take 300 foxes, tie their tails together, and set them on fire to go set a whole nation on fire, amen, to burn them down. So that is what we are doing here this morning. We're going to take your tails, tie them together, and put a fire underneath it so you can set the bluff, Wentworth, wherever you live in the surrounding areas on fire, amen? Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for a woman on fire. <laughs> Praise God. Who's excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? It's always a privilege for us to be here. Uh, this is our second home. 
like to, to see it as our second home. And um, I feel the anointing of God in this place this morning. And um, I want to speak about crazy faith today. I really want to encourage people with crazy faith. I want you to look at, at, at the person next to you, the one you like, and say, get ready. Look at the other one that you tolerate and say, hey, you get ready. So I want to, I want to speak on, on, on crazy faith this morning because I really do believe that this is what God honors. God honors our faith. And we're living in the hour and in the day. I, I love what Pastor Johnny said, that we are part of a, another economy. We're not part of this economy. It doesn't matter where you stay. You can stay in Zimbabwe. If God is your God, you will have no lack. You will have more than enough. He'll take care of you. Come on, he'll take care of your children's children. This is the powerful thing about God. God is a covenant God, and he's a generational God. He doesn't just bless you. When he decides to bless you, he blesses your children's children. Come on, I want to declare this over your life. Whoever believes this and takes this word by force this morning, God will not just bless you. He will bless your children's children. Come on. He will bless your sister's children because of you. Okay. He will bless your, he will bless your mother's mother because of. He's a covenant God. Shout, he's a covenant God. And the Bible. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to quickly turn to with me to the book of 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. I want to just read a small verse. Uh, verse 14. It says, now this is the confidence that we have. This is 1 John. Uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we asked of Him. I love this. Now, this is the confidence that we have, that whatsoever we shall ask according to His will, it shall be done unto us. Let's say that one more time. Now, this is the confidence that we have. Hallelujah, that whatever I ask according to His will, He will give it unto me. Now, what is the will of God? A lot of people say, well, what is the will of God? It's easy. The word is His will. If you pray back the word of God, and so you know what, what people do? People have a, a need mentality. Nothing wrong to have a need, as I said it on Friday night. But what I do when I go to the Lord, I don't go before God and present my problem. I present His word. My problem is subject to change. Please tell your neighbor your problem is subject to change. But the word of God will never change for all eternity. It says the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The word of God can never come back void. Somebody needs to hear me. We serve a God who never changes. He's the unchanging one. Come on, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changes. So this is the confidence that we have. My confidence in Him is if I present His Word to Him, it cannot come back void. He will do. Come on. He will establish in my life whatever His Word declares. So when there's sickness coming, I don't go to the Lord and say, Lord, look at this sickness. I go to God and say, Lord, it is written. Exodus 15, 26. You are the Lord who heals us. Come on, the one who takes away our disease. Isaiah 53. By your stripes I am When there's a need financially, I don't go to the Lord and say, Lord, look at my mountain. I say, Lord, the psalmist says, I've been young and I've been old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor he's the same that's begging for bread. Your word calls you the great Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides all our food. Come on, you are the great El Shaddai, the God of plenty, the all-sufficient one. Please look at me, borrow me your eyes quickly. You are not serving El Getby. His name is not El Chipo. His name is El Shaddai. 
The God of plenty, the all-sufficient one. Come on, I want to stir some crazy faith in this place. Come on, I, I want to say this one more time. I want to stir some crazy faith in this place. This morning, God is going to bless the crazy people. You have to be extra crazy this morning for God to just move in. Come on, you have to be extra crazy. You know, when God said to Noah, I want you to build an ark, you have to understand the time frame that God told him to build an ark. He says, build an ark for there's a flood coming. First of all, Noah didn't even saw rain. He doesn't even know what rain is. Imagine I tell you this morning, you better build an ark for rain is coming, but you've never seen rain in your whole life. You're going to think I'm crazy. The only thing that Noah did for at least 100 years, every morning he woke up and he built the ark. He was doing what God has told him to do. You see, sometimes when it comes to faith, God doesn't give you all the particulars. He just shows you glimpses. Come on, I want to ask a quick question. Who has a dream and a vision? Lift your hand. If you have a vision in your heart, have you noticed that God gives you it in visions? It's like when you go to a movie, you see a preview of what's coming. So God is just giving you a preview of what you will soon walk in. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. He says to, he says to Noah, build an ark. He just give him a preview. Lord, first of all, I don't even know how to build an ark. No, Noah didn't get a book that's called Building an Ark for a Dummy. He, he just had an instruction from God. I want you to build an ark. And when God gives you an instruction, this is the first sign of faith. Faith knows how to obey. And delayed obedience is disobedience. If you obey God immediately, that's a sign of faith. I want you to build an ark. Now, now, in one season, everybody mocked him and thought he was crazy. One season, they will call you crazy. But the next season, they will call you a man and a woman of faith. The one minute they thought Noah has lost his mind, this man is crazy. And the next minute, they called him a man of faith. Shout faith. Now, think about that. This is crazy in, in any language. If you build an ark, for rain is coming and you've never heard about rain. You see... Faith doesn't operate through what you can see. Anything that you can see does not require faith. If I can see it, it's not faith. If I can touch it, it's not faith. Even if I can smell it, it's not faith. Let, let me explain something to you. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, But without faith it's impossible to please God. That those who goes before Him must know that He is. Come on, say with me. He is. Not will be. Not shall be. He is. When you go before God, you must believe that He is and He's the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You have to understand how faith operates. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now what does the Bible say? It says now faith. It doesn't say faith. Please don't miss me. Borrow me your eyes again. Faith is not the substance. Now faith is the substance. Faith is now. Why is faith now? Because God's name is now. What do you mean God's name is now? I am. Not will be, not was. I am. He's the God of the now. Say with me, he's the God of the now. Why is faith now? Because I don't need a miracle next week. I don't need a breakthrough next year. I need it right about now. So if God asked me to build an ark, and I don't even know how to build an ark, I just follow the instructions. You see, that one of the highest forms of worship is obedience, when you obey God. So people look at your situation and they think you're crazy now. They will mock you. If your faith has not been mocked, you're not walking in faith. 
you know, people will ask you, where will the money come from? God's not asking you if you can, if you can fund your own dream, it's not God. You have to come to a place where the Lord says, this is what I want you to do. Lord, I've got no idea how I'm going to do it. That's a good place to be. Come on, God is just stirring the crazy in here. Hallelujah. So faith can't be, if you think about Elijah, I'm thinking about this, the Spirit of God moves me this morning. That when Elijah declared there will be no rain on the earth, there was no rain unless he spoke it. But there's a powerful thing. He said to his servant, go up, eat and drink, for I hear. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. He didn't see it. He didn't see the abundance of rain. He didn't see the clouds gathering together. No, he has heard something. He said, I heard, I hear the sound of the abundance of the rain. You have to hear it before you see it. A lot of people say, well, seeing is believing. No, no, believing is seeing. You shall, if you believe, you shall see the glory of the Lord. Who, who understands what I'm saying now? That you don't have to see a cloud to announce that rain is coming. Faith don't need the cloud. Faith needs to hear. And this is exactly how faith operates. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith don't come because I have seen a miracle. You know what the biggest problem is in Christianity today? We, are, we base our faith on the last miracle that we see. That's wrong. We should base our faith according to the word of God. No, you didn't hear me. We base our faith on the last miracle that we've seen. We've seen God come through for 10,000 rand. And that's where our faith is based. But when we base our faith on the word of God, our faith becomes unlimited. There's nothing that can stop my God. The only difference between 10,000 and 10 million is a, it's a few extra notes. And I shall not be moved. All right, I'm going to try you this time. You, you, are, you base your faith on the last miracle that you saw, and that's not faith. You can only base your faith on the Word of God. Because the Word of God is not subject to change. It remains the same for always. Come on. As I'm ministering to you right now, there's something happening in your spirit, man. There's faith being bold. Come on. There's a stirring up. My God, do you know what Jude says? Jude says, we build up our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. This is why we will always pray in the Holy Spirit. I said, we will not stop praying in the Holy Spirit. When we start to pray, do you know what happens? I build up my faith. And the scripture calls it a holy faith that is being built up. You don't know what to do next. Let me tell you what to do next. And suddenly God gives you wisdom and he gives you insight and faith is being established in your heart. You don't even know what happens when you start to pray in the spirit. It's a supernatural unction from God and it... Hear me right now. The scripture says we do not all know how. We don't even know how to pray. But the spirit of God prays with, through us and within us with groanings that cannot be uttered. When I don't know the answer, I start to pray in the spirit. The Holy Spirit drops. Who remembered what Jesus said? He said the day will come that you will be reminded of what I've said to you. The day will come where you'll be reminded of the word of God. What does the Bible say when they wanted to stone David? He said, I encouraged myself in the Lord. If you look at the person next to you to encourage yourself in the Lord, you're going to wait until Jesus comes back. If you look at the person behind you to encourage you in the Lord. What does the Bible say when David was distressed? He started encouraging himself in the Lord. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. 
You can't wait until your husband encourages you in the Lord. You can't wait until the politics changed before you encourage yourself in the Lord. You can't even look at the, the, the ratio between the US dollar and the rand before you encourage yourself in the Lord. You have to have a word in your spirit. This is the confidence that we have. That whatsoever we shall ask according to His will, it shall be given unto us. Come on, if you believe it, put your hands together and give him a shout of praise in this place. So Jude says, I encourage myself in the Lord. I, 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 come on, I see, he says, I, I, I establish this faith, this holy faith. I rise it up on the inside of me, praying in the Holy Spirit. People say, oh, look at these Holy Spirit people speaking in tongues, crazy people. No, no, we're not, we're not just crazy. You might say this morning, this man has lost his mind. I have lost my mind and I've gained the mind of Christ. You can't see the supernatural power of God unless having a supernatural sound in your mouth. Oh, let me say that again. You, you want a supernatural mind? You have to have a supernatural sound. You have to declare the sound of heaven. You, you can't wait until the cloud. You have to say, I can just hear it. Can't you hear the rumbling? A sound of many waters is coming. I said, the sound of many waters is coming. I hear the sound of breakthrough. Come on, I see. Woo! And then he said, I started, I see a cloud as, as big as a man's hand. Because you already heard. Faith cometh by hearing. You, when you are down and out, you, what do you have to do? You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Let's do that one more time. When, when I feel like nothing is happening for me, I have to do what? I have to encourage myself in the Lord. Come on, when I feel hopeless, what do I need to do? I need to encourage myself in the Lord. When I feel like my faith is failing, what do I have to do? I have to encourage myself in the Lord. Faith doesn't come because you hurt. Faith comes by hearing. It's a continuous thing. You have to continuously here is somebody listening to me in this place when everything is against me I encourage myself in the Lord I don't care what you're going through right now this morning the only answer is in the Bible there's an answer for all of your issues there's an answer for all of your difficulties you might tell me this morning I don't know where God is sending me that's fine encourage yourself in the Lord when my faith is weak, I encourage myself in the Lord. When I don't feel like praising, I encourage myself in the Lord. Come on, when all odds are against me, I encourage myself in the Lord. When they say South Africa's financial status is going down the drain, I encourage myself in the Lord. When the doctor's report comes, I encourage myself in the Lord. I am always the head. Let's get that straight and never the tail. I'm always moving forward and never backwards. I'm in, you might say, who do you think you are? How much? time do you have I am what God says I am I am the apple of God's eye come on I'm the beloved and he is mine I am the blessed of the Lord I am the head and I'm not the tail I'm not equal to the enemy he's under my feet come on I'm blood washed spirit filled, sanctified if this doesn't get you going nothing will Come on, if there's not something that has been stirred up in your spirit by now, nothing will stir you. It is time, South Africa, that we establish our faith in God Almighty and not by a move of government. Come on, not by the move of the politics. I am what God says I am. 
It is time when we go back to the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from us. Because your joy has not come from this world. It has come from the Lord. The world cannot take your joy. The world cannot take it away. Come on, somebody in this building, better tell yourself, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Come on, somebody have to tell themselves that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Come on, somebody better tell themselves. You didn't hear me. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. When all is coming against you, you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. And say, though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord and say some trust in horses and some trust in chariots. But we will remember the name of our Lord. Come on, somebody needs to shout, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, somebody needs to shout, if God be for me, who can be against me? Come on, somebody better shout, where I put my foot, it's mine. You can't speak about faith and not encouraging yourself in the Lord. You can't speak about faith and leave out the word of God. You better, oh come on, you better tell yourself, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. You better tell yourself, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Come on, you better tell yourself, even if 10,000 come against me and a thousand, it will not come near me. Only with my eyes will I see it. Come on, you better tell yourself, I am the blessing of the Lord. You better tell yourself, I am blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. Come on, you better tell yourself, if I sit down, I'm blessed. If I stand up, I'm blessed. Woo! I want to try that one more time. You can't wait for your brother next to you to encourage you. If you look at people's faces, you're going to want to commit suicide. You have to stand to a place and say, it is written. You better tell that enemy. You better tell that sickness. You better tell that poverty. It is written. Greater is he. Woo! That is in me. Than he that is in this world. You better tell the South African rant, I'm not moved by you. My father is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, rapa kashe ke prima, no mo soko tarabakiti, rechnendichni prama shakarabasanda. This is how we're going to win the war. We pray ourselves out of our situation, declaring the word of God. My God, I want to pray, and I say there's a boldness. I pray that fire of God shall fall on each one of you in this church this morning. A new zeal, a new fire. And you become like Jesus that says, zeal for my father's house has eaten me up. You see something about the word of God. It shapes me. It forms me. It brings me to that place where he wants me to be. The word of God must move us. Oh, let me say that again. The word of God must move us to do something great for the kingdom of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, you better tell yourself, He is my light and He is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Crazy faith. Crazy faith. I said crazy faith. You don't have a budget to do it, and yet you do it. Crazy faith. When people say you're doomed to fail, but yet you do it. Crazy faith.
Oh, I feel a stirring. I said, I feel a stirring. You know what Acts 1.8 says? You shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That's dynamite power. Dynamo is a power that you can... You stir it up by yourself. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, remember the Lord your God. For it is He who gives you power to get wealth. That same power. Come on, let me just say there's a twofold blessing is coming to your house if you believe this morning. I believe with all of my heart. A dynamo power. What does the book of John says? I pray that you will prosper, brethren, in all things, even as your soul prospers and be in perfect health. It's time that the body of Christ rise to the occasion and take back territory. God wants to bless you in your, in your finances and in your health. Oh, I feel a power coming. Oh, I feel a power coming. And you know what? There's nothing that no demon in hell can do about it. Satan can't stop when God is starting to move. Come on. The devil can't stop what God is blessing. If God says yes, who can say no? Come on, don't talk to me about faith if you have never had to release faith in anything. I tell you right now, I'm a crazy man. Oh, I'm going to try it. I said, I'm a crazy man. I've seen God move in power. You know, my wife and I, we were praying and, and we felt in our spirit, the Lord said we have to go to the Philippines. And we're going to have to do our own crusade in the Philippines. So we rented the building. We've rented uh, uh, sound and keyboards and drums and you name it advertising and we, we've asked the people that helped us we want to go to the poorest of the poor and we want to preach to the poorest of the poor so the first night we've done it we needed about 450,000 rand to get this thing going for three days and uh, everybody thought we nuts because the Lord also spoke to us all the offering that you pick up you'll sow back into the local churches so, so now we got there and people are there, and we have a whole mindset. This is how we're going to do it. I, I, I prepared my whole team. I think we were about 14 people that went. So I prepared them all. I said, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And when I got there, everything was different. I tried to preach. It didn't, there was nothing that came out of my mouth. It was so difficult. I think there was only one thing I said. I said, there's power in the name of Jesus, and there's power in His blood. And there was a woman in a wheelchair. Right in the front. And the Lord said, the Lord spoke to me. I didn't ask you to preach. I told you to lay hands on her. I said, woman, come on. I just want to do this. And I'm starting to move. I said, come on, stand up. And so she stands up and she's crying because of the pain. Can't move. But what I've learned is when you stir up that faith that is in you. The Bible doesn't call it the waiting of miracles. He calls it the working of miracles. Sometimes you have to work that miracle. And I saw that woman had no faith. And she wants to look at the ground because this seems too hard. I said, just look at me. Look at my eyes. Why look at me? Because I wanted to see Jesus in me. I don't want to look into my I want her to look into the Jesus I serve his eyes. When you, come on, when you look at him, the things of this world go strangely dumb. So I started stirring her faith. You know, the last night, that woman was jabulaing. She was dancing through the church. Come on, in perfect health, the Lord restored her. And people came to Jesus. We saw a, a girl, I will never forget this. A, a girl came out to give her life to the Lord. She was part of the crowd and came out. But this particular girl, she wiped her tears with a, with a towel. And she was crying. And as I looked at her, the Lord said to me, how much is one soul worth to you? 
How much is one soul worth to? It cost us 450,000 rand for about three days. And you know what? At the end of the day, we released our faith for it. You didn't hear me now. People said, you're crazy. But heaven is rejoicing. People said, you're crazy. But we went into a territory that we told the devil no more. You've got no authority. You've got no more hold. We're taking back. Oh, hallelujah. You just need somebody. Listen, God does not need a thousand this morning. He needs just a household that says, as for me, my house, we shall serve the Lord. Come on, what does Joshua 24 say? It says, you decide today who you want to serve. Come on, I said, you can decide who you want to serve. But as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord God Almighty. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear the word of God. You know, the dumbest thing for the devil to ever do to me is allow me to hear the word of God. You didn't get this. The dumbest thing that the enemy could have allowed is for vessel to brain to receive the word of God. Because when I heard the word of God, I said, this is the only word that will never come back void. It's the only word that works. It's the only book that works. It's the only book that the enemy is so afraid of. It's the gospel, the Bible of Jesus. Come on, and when you hear the word of God. But didn't you look at the economy? No, didn't you look at the word? I am the seed of Abraham. I'm blessed beyond the curse. But we stay in South Africa. I don't care if you stay in Zimbabwe. If God before you, who can be against you? You know, this message might not be for everybody. But somebody in this place says, oh, I needed to hear. I needed somebody just to come and quicken my faith. And I declare that this will be the greatest week of your life. And come on, I declare this will be the greatest month of your life. March will not do to you what February has done to you. Come on, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that March will be a month of supernatural overflow, of favor. Come on, of God's great glory. You will lack no good thing. Come on, now I need some crazy people that will agree with me. I declare the month of March will be a month where God will be good to you in your household. Where your children will experience God's favor. Come on, I declare that you will live in houses that you didn't even, even build yourself. And favor will hit you. Come on, and business contracts will come forth. I declare it in the name of Jesus. The dumbest thing for you to do this morning is not to receive the word. Oh, let me say that one more time. That's the dumbest thing for you to do. You see, one word from God. God never speaks a word with future mentality. When God said, let it be light, God didn't say, well, one day in the future, I expect a light to shine. Just No, no, no. When he said, let there be light, bang, light came. This is why the Lord never tells us to speak about our mountains. Our problem is we run to the phone and not to the throne. He didn't say speak about it. He said speak to it. You command that mountain in the name of Jesus, be thou removed. And if you do not doubt in your heart, it shall happen for you. Take my word for this. In the hour we are living in God, He's raising up people of great faith. You, no, no, you didn't hear me. Great, such great faith that the people that He will impact, they will hold on to that man's faith. They will say, as Elisha said, where is the God of, bang of Elijah? They will see your God and they will say, surely, I want to serve this man's God. 
<laughs> His God has never left him. His God is not going on holiday. He's not asleep. He's not far away. He Come on, he's awake to perform his word. His word is yes and amen. His word cannot come back void. He will not say anything and not do it. He's not a man that he could lie. Come on, you better just establish your faith in the Lord and speak the things. And, and hear me right now. We are not calling the thing that is not though they are. Because we are declaring the word of God that is. Let's say that again. You might say, well, we have to call the things that is not though they are. There's a scripture for that. But that's not what I'm doing now. I'm not calling the things that is not. I'm calling the things that is into my reality. It is written. <laughs> my God shall supply all my needs. I'm not calling the things that's not. I'm calling His word. I feel Jesus in this place. I said, I feel Jesus in this place. Lord, every form of doubt disappears now. Come on, every form of fear is being broken over your life right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, right now, I break it off you in Jesus' name. You will not fear. You will not doubt. You will not wonder how. You will not wonder why. You will allow God to be God. God before you who can be against you. Come on, you have to declare this over your life. My God is well able to supply all of my needs. All, not certain needs, all of my needs. It is written, Lord, that you are the great Jehovah. You are the great Jehovah Jireh, the great Jehovah Tikkuni, the great Jehovah Rofeka. That's who you are. Crazy faith. You better build that boat even if you don't know what a boat is. You have to build that ark even if you haven't seen the rain. I'm not moved by the rain. I'm moved by the word of God. Shout hallelujah if you're with me this morning. Come on one more time. Shout hallelujah if you believe this. Crazy faith. When God said to Abraham, take your son, the one you love, go and sacrifice him. God gave him glimpses. But his faith was moved. And you know what's the powerful thing is we, we like to speak about Enoch. And Enoch walked with God and he was no more for God took him. But we don't understand the life that Enoch lived. The Bible says his faith pleased God. Not his murmuring, not his complaining, not his doubt, his faith. Now I, I like the following. You can only release faith when you understand the perfect will of the Father. You know, I was invited to a church, the one that was sitting in the pastor's lounge, and the, the preacher went out, and he said to his congregants, Brother George is in hospital this morning fighting for his life, and we're just going to pray together for him. And if it be God's will, that God will heal him. And he started praying, Oh, Lord, we want to pray for Brother George this morning. If it be thy will, heal him. If not, just let him slip away silently. And I heard it, and I ran out. I said, Lord, cancel this man's prayers. I said, it is written that by your stripes we are healed. It is written, you will satisfy us with a long life. You spirit of death, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Let George go. I think George was very happy I did that prayer. God healed him, touched him, 
restored him to perfect health. Listen, let nobody speak you out of your faith. You have to understand, don't allow yourself around negative people. You have to stay close to the one who feeds your faith. Come on, you have to stay close to what feeds your faith. Anything that is not of faith, kick it out of your house and say it is... Woo, it is not welcome here. I don't care what your doctor's report says. Dr. Jesus says he's the great physician and he will take away your disease. Is somebody in this house listening to me? We are not of this world. We are not part of this economy. High five your neighbor and say, faith is coming to your house, brother. Faith is coming to your house. Stir up that holy faith on the inside of you. You don't have words to pray. You just start to pray in the Holy Ghost. Paul says pray in all occasions, in the Spirit, in all occasions. Come on, we are not fleshly people. We are not carnal people. Carnality tells you that it's not enough. Carnality tells you you're not enough. Come on, carnality tells you you are the poorest of the clan. But this, wherever the Spirit of God is, there's liberty. Wherever the Spirit of God is in operation, you will always see that He takes the weak. And He makes them strong. He takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. That's the kind of God that I serve. When they say, well, he's already stinking, God says, that's fine. I'm waiting until your situation is dead, dead. The drier the bones, the greater the miracle. I'm not here just to, to speak nice things. I want to tell you right now, by the power of God upon my life, by the authority that Jesus Christ has given me, I break off every form of fear and doubt now over your life. I declare the bluff will be a place where the faith of God, when people just set foot in the bluff, faith will hit their hearts. Come on. When they drive past the DCC bluff, faith will penetrate their spirit beings in the name of Jesus. You will not be moved by the things of this world. Come on, I break it off your life. I break it off your family in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare right now by the power of the Holy Ghost that faith will hit you right now. Come on, lift those hands and receive it. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Center South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website www.durbanchristiancenter.co.za.